What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, back once again, we got the main crew. We got Ray Volo, Dean Montalbano. We want to thank Nicholas Perillo for stepping in for Dean. Uh, Dean, what were you doing? Yeah, no, I had some developments. Um, obviously positive, and I'm just happy to be back, excited to go. I want to put the past in the past and look forward to the future. And when I say past in the past, I'm not just talking about why I was missing. I'm talking about my horrific fucking bets to start week two weeks in. Ain't that the truth? BTT, uh, return of the cuck. Let's go, boys. You know it's back. Ray, you, you happy to get your uh, your old running mate back? Uh, tired of Nikki P? Uh, he's definitely harder to look at right now. I don't like his face. <laughs> as soon as he joins, just he's giving off weirdo vibes. Like he's all horny and shit. Um, it's gonna be a good time though. Um, don't call it a comeback. We're gonna actually we're running train right this week. We're gonna all yeah, dominate. For, big time, big time. Fellas about to murder it. All right, so we got a big preview episode today. We're doing part one of our two part previews. We're talking college football. We're going to preview four big games this weekend. Probably the worst slate of uh, the first three weeks, but it's all right. Penn State's got a big one. Uh, And then we'll go through our five-unit bets for college football. But let's take it right to the games. And, fellas, we're just going to get right into it. Number 22, Penn State at (laughs) Auburn. Penn State is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. I'm fucking pumped up. Uh, the boys have been buzzing. We got we had the home and home with them. Uh, took an L last time, but um, I think this game is really just going to come down to Nick Singleton, the freshman, big time runner last week, had a big time game. And if they can establish the run and let Sean Clifford get up tempo a little bit, make some easy throws. I really think Penn State comes away with a big win in hostile territory. Ray, I know you're not the biggest Penn State fan, but what say you? I mean, I'm excited for this game. You got two uh, undefeated teams putting their records on the line, going head-to-head. Uh, you know me. I'm not a Sean Clifford fan at all. Nor am I. I mean, I'm just waiting for fucking Drew Aller to get in, to be honest with you. I, that's he, fucked he up played last week. He, he played last week. He looked really good. I know. He did look good. But, I mean, like you said, this this freshman Singleton is electric. I'm pumped to watch him. Um, I'm also excited to get my first look at Auburn this year. I haven't really seen them much, but – they got that two-headed quarterback uh, tandem and T.J. Finley and Robbie Ashford. They got the uh, – T.J. Finley is more of a passer, and Robbie Ashford, I guess he comes in as a change of pace guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Their quarterbacks have been playing, like, absolute shit this year, though. Uh, T.J. Finley, 276 yards passing on the year, one touchdown, three picks, and Robbie Ashford only has, like, 100 yards of passing, too. So I think this game is going to be uh, determined on the ground. Yeah, Dean – what do you think? Uh, Auburn, like Ray said, TJ Finley has not looked good. I am not really worried about him. Uh, big time running back Tank Bigsby has not really played well either for Auburn, uh, but Penn State's got to stop him. Yeah, you guys uh, touched on a lot of great points. And even though Penn State is going to be an enemy territory, it really does make a lot of sense, this line movement. I do want to point it out because it's pretty significant. Auburn went from plus one and a half at the open all the way, not even two, three, but through three at most shops. So it's up there at plus three and a, plus three and a half Auburn is big time uh, cuck line. That's that's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to guess it's not only the two factors you said, but we're not huge Clifford fans here. Even sauce isn't as a state fan. But hey, that offense has looked very balanced. Clifford has looked, played fairly solid. You know, name of the game is going to really be on the ground, but 
Always boys go state. Yeah. Penn State really needs to get some pressure this game. They have not done that in the first two games. I'm a little worried about our front seven getting after them, um, especially with Tank Bigsby not running so well. I feel like this is going to be a coming out game for him, and they really need to slow him down. I don't know. It'll be really, really interesting. 3.30 game in enemy territory. I hope the boys are ready to play. That's no, all I'll I, say. I, like, I was actually going to say, I agree with you. I th- feel like this is a game where Tank's Bigsby, he's just ready to go. Because you, like you yeah. said, he's been okay. I think he had a good first game and kind of a subpar second game. That being said, I feel like the struggling of the um, the two quarterbacks on Auburn is really going to allow State to just let Joey Porter and their other corners man up on the outside and stack the box and just like absolutely try to stop the run because that's what the, that's been the identity of Auburn's offense. Uh, from a draft from a draft perspective too, I'm pretty pumped for this game because uh, I really want to get my first look at uh, Auburn linebacker Owen pa- uh, Papo. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, former five star. They they say he's super athletic off ball linebacker who can kind of do it all. So, and I know, you know, the Jets need some space players. So I'm really excited to see him. And also uh, this Penn state left tackle uh, sauce. I don't know if you know how to pronounce it. Alum Fashanu. Fashanu. Uh, I've been hearing about him on a couple other po- podcasts, the red shirt sophomore. They say he's like an absolute brick shit house, six, six, three twenty, And they say he's a really good pass protector. And again, jets need to tackle now because Becton is brittle as shit. So excited to get a look at him too. Yeah, I'm not really sure what the under is in this game. I don't remember seeing it, but 47 and a half. Oh, my God. I would not even can't. I would love to fucking slam that line, but I'm not going to for the sake of Penn State. I I, I won't follow up just because I don't want to spoil anything later in the pod, but I may have I may have I may have touched on something like that. I mean, if you tease if you tease it, I fucking love that. Real quick question, right? Yeah. Are you Uh, able to put aside your rivalry? And root for Big Ten here against the SEC, just 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 for the sake. I'm gonna root for my bets. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. If, yeah. if you have bets on it, then all do. But yeah, I'll root wonder. for my bet. Cool. Hey okay. man, it's better for Ohio State if Penn State uh, comes into the, them undefeated because we'll, we'll absolutely dog walk them and it'll look good. <laughs> okay, probably. To move on to the next game, big time game, probably the best game of the slate. We got number 12 BYU at number 25 Oregon. Uh, BYU obviously coming off an insane win. We talked a lot about that last week. Um, <laughs> Dean, really, really tough, tough one for you against Baylor. Um, and Oregon, obviously, the big rebound after a really tough loss against Georgia. They smacked Eastern uh, Washington last week. It's the tale of two Bo Nixes, honestly. I think that's what this game is going to come down to, plain and simple. It's which Bo Nix are you going to get? He probably had his best college game ever last week. Yeah, uh, my mentality, or it's actually a dogmatic belief. I do not bet on Bo Nix in big games. He, oh, I'll never bet on him. He sodomized me in his first game ever that one year. I still remember I remember it. that. We were, it, it was just me and you, right? Just me and you in my basement. It was, <laughs> yeah. That was one of the most absurd losses I think I've ever had. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I really want to take Oregon in this game. I really do, but they fucked me week one. I'm not betting on Bo Nix. So, uh, full disclosure, I am passing on this game. I'm not going to touch it, but it is going to be, it is due to be a really good game on the weekend. I'm excited to see BYU's quarterback get a, another test in Oregon. And I really hope Oregon's D rebounds after that Georgia fucking beating. Big time. Uh, it is my, it's minus three and a half for Oregon. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude, that's another cuck line. 
I wanted honestly, to talk- that, that is a cook line. Honestly, the the four games we're previewing, all these lines, I would not touch these games at all. Yeah, it's actually fucked up. So actually, on my notes, I wrote I may look to get them at two and a half. And that was last night, and I woke up this morning with a clear mind and decided that was fucking retarded. And I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, you touched on it, but if I went into any sort of detail or any sort of tiny rant about BYU Baylor, I would start flipping out because uh, anyone who watched that and has eyes know that I won that bet and I will be cashing it mentally, even though it will not count in my pocket or on the spreadsheet. But anyway, BYU's O-line, um, they really should give Jaron Hall some time to find Chase Roberts, who obviously fucking destroyed Baylor for one touchdown. Um, if I saw him one more time on the screen, I was going to flip his shit. Uh, that, you know, that, Top tier O line in the country definitely showed itself, but oh my god, I can't! Holy fuck, did they not deserve to be Baylor at all? Um, but I'm gonna move past that. I know it wasn't. I know it was against Eastern Washington. You just said that, but Bo Nix throwing for his five TDs on 85 percent completion really should get his confidence back up. I like what Ray said. It, it, that might have been his best performance in college. Uh, so, so I said he, that. So I said it. I apologize, but he needed it after that Georgia debacle. Who knows? There might be uh, might be some units on this one. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, I I just want to uh, kind of elaborate on something I said earlier. I'm excited to see Oregon's D, but in particular, there's two aspects of this I want to see. Uh, the two linebackers, yeah, uh, Noah Sewell and Justin Flo. I'm really excited to get a look at them. Uh, Justin Flo's healthy. Let's hope he can stay that way. The former five stars, the leading tackler so far this year. And also, Oregon has only had two sacks so far this season on their D. They really need to find a way to replace that uh, Kayvon Thibodeau uh, pressure. So I'm excited to see if they can figure out a way to do that. I don't know if they're going to be able to get it with four rush, four-man rush. They're going to have to get a little tricky and start blitzing a little bit more, but they got to find a way to pressure uh, Jaron. Yeah, big time. Flo was like the only one who was actually playing against Georgia. Uh, he was the only one I really saw on that defense. Didn't really see too Same. much Sewell. So hopefully Sewell comes out, plays well. They need to stop Brooks on the ground too. Um, he's had a, he's had his way the first two weeks. Let's move on to the third game. We got number eleven Michigan State at Washington. Washington a three and a half point favorite at home. Um, neither of these teams have played anybody really to start the season, but both of these defenses, um, Michigan State's run defense has only allowed eighty yards a game, um, and Washington's pass defense has only allowed. 120 yards a game. So both defenses uh, have their strong suits. It's going to be a Peyton Thorne, Michael Penix, the uh, the former Indiana quarterback, playing actually really well for Washington. Ray, what do you think about this one? No, like I was going to say that same thing. Penix got off to a really, really good start. I always liked him a little bit on um, Indiana, but he's really opened up on this Washington offense. Broke my heart last. Broke my heart last year. Yeah, well, they have that they, game. I don't remember it actually, to be honest with you. It was the the first game of the season that overtime call he dove for the end zone. He was short. Yeah, touchdown. Brutal. Brutal. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited. To see. He's at 682 passing yards already on the season in two games. I mean, it was against Kent State and Portland State, but it's still impressive. Uh, he's used to this Michigan State defense. Uh, I think that's really going to be the battle is to see how Michigan State handles him. Uh, on their side of the ball, I'm really excited to see Jacoby Windham or Windman. Uh, he transferred from UNLV. He's the edge. He's won uh, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year the first two weeks. Uh, Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week the first two weeks, sorry. 
Uh, he's like a six-two outside linebacker, kind of a tweener. Uh, he's listed at two thirty on ESPN, but I heard on like another podcast they said he was like two fifty. So who the fuck knows? Jeez. But I, I like those tweeners uh, nowadays in the NFL. I feel like it's copycat league, and linebackers who can put their hand in the dirt and rush off rush off the edge and also play off ball are going to be really valuable. Everybody wants to be Micah, exactly. And he's got five and a half sacks already on the year. But uh, this is his biggest Jeez. test going against Washington. Uh, Jackson Kirkland is all Pac-12 uh, offensive tackle. So I'm excited to see that matchup in his uh, biggest game of the year. Yeah, you, you touched on it. I believe the name of the game here is going to be really the passing attack, obviously led by Penix against the Michigan State secondary, which was probably the worst in the country last year. They've done well this far. So let's see if they can continue. I mean, Michigan State's coming off that shutout 52 nothing win over Akron, so that's pretty good, too. But like yeah, I said, no. they, they don't have a test. They haven't had a test. Yeah, they haven't have have been test. tested, but yes. That's why I love college football so much. Just like those right. first two weeks, like it, you can, it, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. They they have not been tested, and Peyton Thornton hasn't even looked good in, in these wins. Um, I think big key for, for Washington is stopping sophomore running back Jalen Burgers looked really, really good the first two games. Um over 120 yards in both games. If they could stop him, I'm really not worried about Thorne. Uh, and I would honestly take Washington by a touchdown. I mean, Michigan State, their identity is always going to be, especially under, um, what's their head coach's name? I don't know why I'm blanking. Um, it's not. Uh, the black guy. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, he was the interim head coach of the Jaguars, it's- I want to say. All right. Oh love God, what's right. his name? I, I, love, I, I love when I love it's on the tip of t- tip. Mel of Tucker. Mel Tucker. Uh, thank you. I feel like every time I ask for a name, by the way, you guys just absolutely leave me hanging. It's fucking yeah, big time. We just, we just, we just told you why. <laughs> we love seeing you struggle, my guy. No, you guys fucking suck. You're supposed to be my backup. But anyway, <laughs> under Mel Tucker, their whole their identity is going to be to run the ball and play D. So I really think this game is going to be close, but and going they're they're three and a half point dogs on the road. That fifty six and a half over under is also mighty juicy. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to lay off this one. Yeah, not touching this one either. We'll get to the last game, uh, our other ranked game. We got number thirteen Miami at number twenty four Texas A and M. Texas A M is a five and a half point favorite. After a tough, tough loss against App State, they have not looked good, particularly the offense. I hate this line so much. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Tyler Van Dyke. That's honestly my big takeaway from this game. Really want to see him. He hasn't got off to the greatest start. Um, And Texas A&M's defense has not been the problem for them. So he'll be tested in this game. So really looking forward to seeing him. Yeah, this is honestly another game, and you you talked about it, uh, about the line, but it's another game with a ton, ton of movement in both the spread and the total. The total actually moved crazy. I can't get over 53.5 down to 44.5. Obviously, on no. the back of that piss poor. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Obvi- obviously, on the, uh, you know, on the back of that piss poor offensive game by A&M against App State, but also, obviously, Miami went from plus eight all the way to plus five and a half. So, uh, honestly, it could be. I, I'm, I'm honestly very interested to see how those fare and how close they get. I feel like when such a drastic move like that happens, Vegas is fucking spot on. 
So I guess we'll see. But same as you guys, I'm excited to see Van Dyke. Uh, this is going to be his first time against a really tough D in quite a while, um, and especially under Cristobal, who obviously people are skeptical will help the young quarterback. Uh, but he's loaded with traits, so hopefully he can give us a a fucking good one. I have never – I mean, not never. This year, this is the biggest sucker line I've ever seen, and I am all over it. You're all know, over it? I, I do not care. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in on this game too. I, just... I, I only have, one, I only have a, one part of this game, I'm, but I can guarantee Saturday there's going to be way more bets put on it. Uh, I know everyone's <laughs> excited to see Tyler Van Dyke, but I think the story comes down to their running game. They've been running the ball really well, and A&M got – ran all over by app state they ran for 181 on them uh for uh draft uh purposes i'm excited to see on a&m uh their safety antonio johnson <clears throat> i know he played a lot of the slot last year they have two good safeties i forget the other guy's name i've seen him on this guy on big boards i know he's like six a six four safety who can play all over the field i love that versatility in today's nfl i mean look at what minka did uh last week Minka's, but dude minka i, I didn't touch on it last episode Mink has been yeah. fucking killing him. I'll touch on it in the NFL episode. Uh, Damani Richardson is is the other safety's name. He's a good player too. He is. Um, yeah. Excited. And I mean, Antonio Johnson already has 17 tackles on the year, leading the team. He has a sack. Uh, I really kind of want to see him play a, a more deep traditional safety position. I want to see if they actually mix that up and see if he has that in his repertoire. But a safety like that who can play in the box, he can play nickel, is going to be really valuable at the next level. Um, and I think if if A and M has any chance to win in this game, it's going to come. They got to get their running back Devin a chain going. He's only rushed for like a hundred yards on the season, and last year he had uh, averaged seven yards a carry on one hundred thirty touches. So the offense is struggling. You're going to need to run the ball in this game. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh... My my bad sauce. I just I just also want to touch on one more thing, and because sure. Ray definitely brought it up to my attention. Um, you know, we definitely need to talk about how horrific and piss poor that offense, that Miami offense looked against Southern Miss over three quarters. They scored a touchdown to end the half, a rushing touchdown to go up 10-3 against fucking Southern Miss. So really, and I, I want to go back to Cristobal. Uh, Cristobal, you got to hope that he has some some shit up his sleeve that he was not planning on using on over the first two weeks when they obviously have – you know, easy competition, and he's just waiting for, you know, A&M to come. But uh, I can't see their, their running game doing too well against that A&M defensive front. I'm going to feel – I think for them to cover, and especially to win, it's going to have to be in Van Dyke's hands and his traits need to show up. A&M's going to play angry at home, you'd have to assume. Uh, I'm going to counter that and disagree. Uh, they just got gashed for one a one on the ground at home against App State, and I think Miami's way more talented than App State. I think that Miami, I think what, what Miami needs to do is establish the run and then let Van Dyke work off of that. Miami fucking ran terribly on Southern Miss, horrifically. Oh, Dean, 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 you, if you better be fucking right with this because I don't think you I think are. they average like fucking four yards a carry. Dean, you just better be right. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna. I'll go fucking look it up now. I just remember they fucking sucked. I'm coming. Hold on. I rewatched oh. it. They sucked. It you rewatched the whole game? No. Don't lie to, don't lie to our I'm viewers. I condensed <laughs> version of a little bit because obviously we were, we were touching on this and I didn't watch it live. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm looking it up. So let's see. Oh, I hope you're fucking wrong. I really do. I, I like nothing I like more than shitting. They fucking you. were brutal. What were they? I, they averaged like 
four and a half yards of carry. A little less. Is that brutal? I mean, that's I think that's fucking brutal. Pretty like average to decent. <laughs> I disagree. They didn't even and, it, and also I don't even know where he's getting these numbers from. They did they didn't even average four and a half yards of carries, three and a half yards of carry. Isn't good. Oh, like, that's what <laughs> that, that helps you out. Boom, but, I know. But, that's what I said at first. I said three and a half. I mean, they still ran for 174 yards on 900 carries. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. I can't believe you made me. I I honestly just went and I saw Parrish had averaged four and a half. That's why I just said four and a half. But yes, as a team, they they averaged exactly what I said. I mean, Parrish is a good running back, so I think they're going to need to establish the run and stick with it because. Texas A&M can't stop the run, as we saw last well, week. They're obviously and going they to lost at home. And they lost at home. Mr. Ball is your quarterback, but I'm trying to say he's going to need to be a little not like him for them to have a chance to win. Word, Dean. All right, let's move into the bets because, to be honest, <laughs> I was making these. I was feeling hot after coming off a brutal week. I know all the boys were feeling it. Uh, so, Ray, talk us through your bets. Got five units. I got five units to fuck around with. Let's let's make it happen. Um, so to start off, I'm going with the games that we talked about. I got a little two leg six point teaser. I'm going under fifty four in Penn State. I'm going Miami plus eleven and a half. If that doesn't win, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. Well, I'm fucked. That, that, that seems like a lock of all locks to me. Um, following then, I'm just gonna say this: the rest of the way, I'm going back to my fucking roots. Okay, this is, I'm not much. Of a, <laughs> I am not much of a. Uh, pre- better not be Ohio State first half. No, you're not. No, a, you're not a tease guy. You better not be what that no, is. I, I mean, I do love teasers, but I'm not much of a uh, pre-Saturday better. And I usually, and what I do love to do is bet my fucking team. So I'm going USC minus eleven and a half versus Fresno State. I bought that down. I think from twelve or twelve and a half uh, minus one twenty. I've had two unis on that. Uh, they're home against Fresno State. That offense is rolling. I don't see Fresno State being – and Fresno State's coming off a loss, I think, at home to someone like decent. I want to say like Texas Tech or something. I could be completely wrong. It is not. That. Texas Tech lost to Houston. I forget Texas who it is. Tech, Texas Tech, oh, beat, Texas Houston. Tech beat Houston. Yes. But uh, they, they're coming off a loss to someone. Uh, next – and to speak of the Devils, next game, Texas Tech at NC State. I'm going over 54 and a half. I love overs. Uh, Texas Tech – their quarterback, uh, what's his name? Donovan Smith, I believe, has been, has been fucking killing it. Leary had a nice bounce back game. They put up 55 against some slapdick team, uh, be it. But they're getting some confidence back at home. I think this, off, this is going to be an offensive game. And then to close it out, I got one unit over 57 and a half Kansas at Houston. Kansas put a fucking beating on West Virginia. And Houston can score the best of them under Dana Holgerson. I think that one's going to hit. I think that was even an alt line. Actually, no, I was going to do alt line, but I decided not to. So that was over 57 and a half, uh, minus 107, one unit to close out. Nice. Dean, what do you got for me? Fuck it. And more importantly, fuck Ray. I'm airing on the side that Miami and Van Dyke are going to just come out swinging and they're going to hit their team total over of 19 and a half. So I'm going to do two and a half units on it. Team total over 19 and a half. Love that. I think, uh, and it's minus 115. So you, I wait, think you that t- might get hit comfortably. That's good. That's a, an odd take if that you're taking that even after that uh, over under on the game dropped 10 points, you said, didn't it? Yeah. That's, that's unlike you. Usually you like to side with Vegas. Yeah, I do. But I, I feel like, um, I feel like the combination of a, of a three and a half point drop in spread as well against Texas A&M really is trying to, 
I, I would not be shocked if it's like a, a two point game, but they have like 24. Love that. 21, even 21, 24 and, you know, 21 to 24, probably in fucking the over under, you know, still in their favor. They definitely take home the cash. Okay. Keep it going. Let's go. Yeah, they get the cheese no matter what, honestly, if we're just fucking, we're just sheep, but uh, keep going. Um, lastly, we're going to go on to Houston. You just talked about them. They lost, um, they lost a fucking tough one at Texas tech high scoring game. Um, and I'm just going to take them nine minus nine and a half against, uh, the first and God knows how long two and zero Kansas Jayhawks. Um, really simple. I think they blew their load when they beat WVU, and Houston's high-powered offense is just going to be simply too much. So two and a half. The the other half of my units, two and a half units, is going to be on Houston minus nine and a half, minus one ten. Nice, love it. Don't really, really, don't really love it, but. <laughs> You know what that bet was? You know what that bet almost was? What? Um, it was almost Fresno. Ooh. Ooh. You can always still make that bet. Um, I'll probably make it, but to come back, I need to I need to just be have some conviction and betting less is betting more. Well, he only bet one game last week, so and the week before. And I <laughs> but but <laughs> well, you're zero and two in college right now, right? What was that? You're zero and two in your bets in college, down ten units. No, 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 no. I'm I'm a, oh I'm one and six. Yeah. <laughs> I won one bet, the UTSA over, which wasn't supposed to bet. The only no. bet that wasn't supposed to bet at all. Utah bet was technically still supposed to hit, but yeah, we like that. More is less, Dino. Yeah, more is All right. less. Oh, less, is mo- oh, less of more. For Dean, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. All right. Uh, so my first game, I got Western Kentucky plus six and a half at Indiana. Indiana has not looked good to start the season. Um, I saw a little bit of Western Kentucky's quarterback, uh, Austin Reeves, transfer from JUCO. This kid can actually ball. Um, they're obviously coming off of Bailey Zappi. Um, they're a big-time throwing offense. He's had over 280 yards in both games and at least three touchdowns in both games. I like them to keep pace with Indiana. I don't think Indiana is any good. I don't think they can stop them enough. I think Western Kentucky win- can win this game outright on the road. Uh, I'm taking that for one unit minus 110. My second bet is uh, a teaser. I got an eight point teaser here, juiced it up a little bit um, to give me minus 16 and a half for Georgia at South Carolina. Georgia's been fucking rolling over people all season. They're going to roll over South Carolina. Spencer Rattler blows. Um, that transfer did absolutely nothing for him. He's doing nothing at South Carolina, but sucking. Um, so 16 and a half for Georgia. And then I got minus four and a half for USC versus Fresno state. Right. You were talking about your lock for that first teaser. If this doesn't hit, I'm going to quit betting forever. Cause this is a fucking two unit lock. lock it up. <laughs> it's the bet of the season. Holy shit. You so did not that? just come out with that. Uh, it's my, it's minus minus one ten. Um, wait, wait, eight point. Is it two teams? 8.2 team. How did you get that? Minus one ten. Because uh, 
one of them was like minus one Oh five or something. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then the last bet I'm doing another teaser, seven point teaser here uh, just to get my numbers nice and round. I got BYU plus 10 and a half at Oregon. Um, think this is going to be a really high, highly contested game. So I love getting 10 and a half there. And then I got uh, Texas Tech coming off a big win, plus 17 and a half at NC State. think 17 and a half is more than enough for them to cover. I think uh, Donovan Smith, like we, like we said, he's dynamic. Um, Houston actually did a really, really good job keeping him um, in the, keeping him to not extend plays with his legs. He had 20 carries last week for only 28 yards. Yeah, I saw that. NC State – We've talked. We talked about them in our first preview episode. That that linebacking core with Drake Thomas and Isaiah Moore are really good. Um, so if they can keep him in the pocket, I still think he has enough with his arms to cover seventeen and a half. So he's I love that. Boy. He's a he's a big boy too, like six, six five, five. two thirty. Big boy. Love that shit. Yeah, twenty oh, carries, no joke. That ass. Twenty carries, no joke. So I got uh, two units on that, and it's even money, so two to win two. So lock it up, boys. Those are three winners we're giving out. You can you can tell me on those guys because they're three winners. I may I may have to, to be honest. With you. <laughs> don't if you don't tell me on that second one, I'm gonna be you're not my friend anymore. Honestly, it's my lock of the year. All right. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. So no, I haven't. Which is which is really win. bad because like probably not, they're, like one of the, one of those teams going to lose outright. Honestly, yeah. no, without a doubt. Yeah, big time. All right, so that'll wrap it up for us for our part one of our preview episodes. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed. Um, stay tuned because we got more bets coming your way. We got more previews with the NFL in our part two, and we're just getting hot. So stay with us. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our new Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two as we continue in this 2022-2023 season. Fellas, appreciate you. To the moon.